Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Monday, May 4th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I'm telling you, Today's Dentistry is great. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 26 years. Fantastic there. They keep you safe. They keep you pain-free. They take good care of your teeth, all that stuff. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. According to reports, the Indianapolis Colts have declined to exercise the fifth-year option on starting free safety Malik Hooker. Hooker has shown an ability to make plays. He's got playmaking, dynamic athleticism, but he's got to be able to stay on the field, and he hadn't been able to do that throughout his career. He had the torn ACL his rookie season, hip problems, uh, had to get his meniscus fixed last season, missed some time. This is a guy who's been on the shelf an awful lot. So that first draft class for Chris Ballard, not terribly good. Malik Hooker, at least to this point, has been enough of a disappointment that they don't exercise that option. Quincy Wilson, disappointment, traded for a sixth-round draft pick to the New York Jets. And so that defensive backfield, you know, in 2020, it's going to be same old, same old with Malik Hooker, but 2021, somebody's going to pay Malik Hooker some money, and maybe it'll be the Indianapolis Colts. Who knows? They may choose to retain him if he has a good year. They may choose to reward him. Why take the chance? I kind of get it, but I thought for $6 million bucks, that fifth-year option was kind of a cheap thing for the Colts, a cheap option for them to exercise, but They decline, and so they're going to move forward knowing that this is the last year that Malik Hooker is going to be under contract to the Colts unless they sign him to an extension. Sad news out of the NFL today, Don Shula passed, age of 90, the best coach in the history of the NFL, I think, winningest coach in the history of the NFL, two Super Bowl championships, and in 33 seasons as the head coach of the Baltimore Colts and the Miami Dolphins, he only posted two losing seasons. That's unbelievable. Retired at the age of 65, spent 25 years in retirement after coaching for 33 years in the NFL. Uh, Just an outstanding record and legacy of doing things the right way, winning but winning the right way. Don Shula leaving this world a better place for him being a part of it. 
In other NFL news, Aaron can play any games overseas, and I like it. American football being played on American soil, that's the way we like things around here. And so no games in London, no games in Mexico City, just people playing at home. Whether they're going to be playing in front of fans or not, I have no earthly idea, and neither do you, because we don't know what the future brings. That's the fun of the future. All right, let's talk about Michael Jordan a little bit. I was on today with Dan Dockich on 1070 The Fan talking about Jordan and the iciness and the relationship between he and Isaiah Thomas, which is perfectly cool with me. I I think that's great. These are guys who, they competed against each other. They don't have to like each other. I like it when guys don't like each other. I like that. I don't like this business where a series ends and everybody's all huggy and lovey. That doesn't work for me. I want there to be hard feelings. Still hard feelings exist between Michael and Isaiah and Isaiah and Michael. Both Great competitors, both singularly focused on winning games and championships, and both did it multiple times. I have no problem with that. Isaiah, frozen out of the 92 Olympics, you know what? Get over it. That's the way it goes. There's no turning back the clock. There's no unringing the bell. Isaiah didn't get to play. That's the way it goes. It's the one hole in his resume. Well, you know what? That's a resume without too many holes. You know what I mean? He won championships. He's in the Hall of Fame unbelievably talented college and pro basketball player. I don't think Isaiah Thomas needs to apologize to anybody, and I don't think Michael Jordan does either. One thing about Michael Jordan that we learned last night is something that we already knew, and that was my problem with last night's episodes. We already knew all of this stuff, but what we saw firsthand in watching Michael Jordan is how fatiguing fame can be. Being famous sucks. It is not fun. There's great wealth that can be gained through fame, but being famous, being a, uh, a friend to those who you view as a stranger is really, really tough. It's hard. And, and on the Michael Jordan level, I can't even imagine what that's like. Michael Jordan walks through a hotel lobby, all eyes, vroom, go to him. Now, he's made $2 billion because of that, and that's pretty cool. But overall, the, the effect that it's had on his life, is that good? Is that not good? You know what I mean? There, there's always a sacrifice. There's no good that comes without bad, and there's no bad that comes without good. It all evens out in the end. $2 billion, but Michael Jordan cannot walk into a room on this planet without everybody looking at him and assessing everything that he does. That is withering, really, really tough stuff. And Michael Jordan, not the better for that. So did he gamble? Who gives a damn? Does he go, does he go play blackjack? I don't care. What are we, crazy people to care about something like that? If he cheats on his wife, I, I don't care about that either. It's none of my business. Dan said it really, really well. Who the hell cares about this stuff? Here's what we do as sports media. We talked about this a little bit, too. Yeah, there and there are people in the in sports media as well as traditional news media who do this on purpose. They build somebody up so they can tear them down, and then they tear them down so they can have their moment of redemption. Because there is nothing better in life than the story of redemption. Right? That's the thing. Every great story is of redemption. Whether it's Roy Hobbs in The Natural whether it's Norman Dale in Hoosiers, whatever great sports movie you want to talk about, it's all about redemption. And Michael Jordan built 
torn down, rebuilt, redemption. And there you go. Although I got to tell you, I do not believe that Michael Jordan ever did anything that represented himself uh, dishonestly. And that's something. He didn't build a brand. The Air Jordan brand is built on what Mike and what and who Michael Jordan is. And that's to his credit because it's easy to build a brand based upon something else, you know, based upon some canard, some lie, some character. I'm a character out in public, but I'm me behind closed doors. There are a lot of people like that. Dennis Rodman, one of them, right? We learned that in episodes three and four. But Michael Jordan's always Michael Jordan. That's who he is. It's what he is. And and good for him for being true to exactly who he is. All right, let's talk about the University of Louisville, which received a notice of allegations today from the NCAA. This notice of allegations includes a level one offense. All right. That level one offense was perpetrated by Rick Pitino's staff which was managed by athletic director Tom Jurich. Tom Jurich and Rick Pitino were both fired in 2017 for what's covered in this notice of allegations. That's almost three years ago. Just now, the NCAA sending its notice of allegations. Pitino, like I said, and Jurich have been gone for almost three years. What the hell is the point of this? What are you doing? What is the NCAA doing? Can't we hold people accountable in real time? How many committees do we need to convene to hear testimony and witnesses? And how much evidence needs to be compiled and vetted before finally action is taken against the university? Do we have to wait until the employees who committed these uh, violations of NCAA rules, do we have to wait until they're dead in order for the NCAA to act? Three years And simultaneously, Bill Self, what the hell has Bill Self been doing? He's been cashing checks and living the life of Riley out in Lawrence, Kansas, when Kansas is likely to have a similar notice of allegations. But you know what? Kansas has done nothing about it. So Bill Self continues to collect checks. Will Wade down at LSU continues to cash checks. How is this even possible? What is going on if you cannot bring about consequences to assert some accountability within college basketball and college football coaches what the hell is a disincentive that they need to respect in order to keep their jobs right why why would they ever think you know what geez i better obey these rules who in their right mind would obey rules unless you're just kind of You adhere to that as sort of a tenet of your personality and your lifestyle. You don't want to cheat because you think cheating's wrong. That's the only reason that you would avoid breaking NCAA rules. You sure as hell aren't afraid of the NCAA and the consequences that they're going to bring about. Because why would you be when these guys, Patino and Jurich, haven't worked in Louisville for, what, almost three years And just now, the University of Louisville is getting a notice of allegations. It's preposterous. This isn't the law. This isn't, you know, it's not a legal proceeding. It's the NCAA, which is a member institution, right? These schools are members of the NCAA, and they agree in in their charter 
to abide by NCAA decisions. And there's a process, certainly, but this process has become so long and drawn out and so litigious that what the hell, at the end of the day, is the point? You have to have rules that can be enforced, and you have to have consequences that require respect. And if you don't have either of those two things, you got nothing. You've got a house of cards. You've got a rule book that isn't fit for kindling. It is not suitable to even burn. All right? It serves no purpose whatsoever, and that is where the NCAA has gone awry. All right? Because I'll tell you the truth. Member institutions don't want to be held accountable by the NCAA. They don't. They want a a pass. They want a free pass to do whatever the hell they think is in the best interest of their university. And as long as everybody does that, there's a, a perception of fairness that exists that is also a canard, a lie, a prevarication, right? And we're back to the natural. Pacers Gaming, they kick off the season tomorrow night. They take on Cavs Legion, 7 o'clock on Twitch and YouTube. If you're into it, watch it. I highly recommend it. It's kind of fun. We know the guys on Pacers Gaming. They're fun guys. They're good guys. They're passionate guys. Let's go. Let's do something live, right? Although I got to tell you the truth. With the racing, I'm done with it. I'm done with watching people play video games and race in NASCAR, and, and I'll tell you why. I think it's, it's absurd that yellow flags even exist. Yellow flags, caution flags, they're to help guarantee the safety of the drivers, right? There, there are no drivers. These are electronic, for God's sake. Car wrecks, boom, he's gone. Just get rid of those, you know, that, that video image, and the car is removed. Stay green. What are we doing why would, why would there be six laps of yellow flag racing on something that you're trying to get people to watch? It reminds me of, of guys playing uh, NBA 2K, but they have the free throws. And in between the free throws, everybody slaps hands. Can we stop that? I don't need people to slap hands after a digital free throw. For God's sake, I don't even need the free throws. Just assess a certain number of points as a penalty for the foul and move the hell on. Free throws are the least entertaining aspect of basketball, so don't show them to us. What do we care, right? Same thing with racing under yellow. You got the the yellow-white checkers. What are you doing? We're going to overtime. Why? What are you going to overtime for, for God's sake? Because it's what you do in real life. It only happens in real life for the benefit and safety of the drivers. Makes no sense whatsoever. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter Live, and then immediately thereafter on YouTube Live as well. It's a show so nice we do it thrice, and by the third time, I'm actually uh, not bad at it. And then right before noon, another chapter of Oops, the Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. How about that? All brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry.